The following program is sponsored by Fairly Spiritual on KCIS. Well, hello there, everyone. It's Dr. Doug Bursch, and you're listening to The Fairly Spiritual Show. On today's show, I'm going to attempt a miracle. I'm going to talk about weight loss and weight and struggle and health in a non-condemning, non-shaming way. Yes, I think it's possible. We're going to try it out. I'm going to talk about my own struggles and the struggles others have and how we can facilitate environments where we can encourage each other to struggle with contending for good health, but to do it in a way that doesn't shame others on today's Fairly Spiritual Show. so glad you could join me today. I am Dr. Doug Bursch. I pastor or co-pastor Evergreen Foursquare Church in Auburn, Washington, along with Pastor Dan Behrens. And by the way, uh, this music you hear, this intro music, is from my brother Dan Bursch, and you can pick up his music on iTunes. He has, I think, three albums there. Great music, and you can help him out. And uh, we don't need to help him out. It'll help you out. Pick up his music and uh, enjoy it. Okay, on today's show, just to let you know right off the bat, I'm going to talk about or try to attempt to talk about weight loss and weight and struggle and health in a non-shaming, non-condemning way. And I'm not going to sell you anything. This is not going to be one of those things where at the end I'm going to sell you some vitamins or a workout book or a weight loss book. None of that. I just want to encourage you. And I'm going to talk about my own struggles as well. But my goal here is for people to feel supported and encouraged. And I know that's difficult. There's someone right now going, I don't know if I want to listen. Because I know Doug has the intention not to make me feel shame and not to discourage me. But I've heard people say that. And then the next thing they say is some condemning, uh, what's a Christian word for stupid, but some stupid thing that makes me feel bad. That is not my goal. Now, the reality is I talk enough that I might say something dumb. Please give me grace in that. My goal here today, though, is to encourage you. And I'm, I'm going to share my struggle along the way. Uh, with this, though, I'd love to get a text from you. If anything I say during the show encourages you or you'd like to give feedback, here's the number, 360-818-4513. Now, you can text the show or you can leave a message. I was going to say on our answering machine, but it's not an answering machine, is it? But whatever that thing is, uh, you can leave a message, 360-818-4513. That's 360 360- 818-4513. And I do want to remind you that this show stays on the air because of your support. If you want to hear this show on this radio station, we need you to donate. You go to fairlyspiritual.org and donate. A $25 donation is a big deal. It's not a little thing. It's a huge thing. In fact, if four people today could give $25, that is huge. In my economy, in this show's economy, that's big-time donations. Of course, if you want to give more, that would also be welcomed. So go to fairlyspiritual.org and donate today. Uh, But with this, again, you can text 360-818-4513 to give feedback. But what I want to do today is to encourage you uh, with your struggles. And we know in America, uh, weight is a struggle. And and to do that, I want to share my journey. And I'm not in that journey of, I used to be this, and now I'm that, and you, you, you should be like me. This is not one of those stories, okay? 
This is not one of those, you know, it was easy for me to do stuff, so it should be easy for you. Uh, I used to have a radio show on another Christian uh, network where it was on daily. It was a two-hour show, drive-time talk show. And on that show, I decided to just start sharing things about me um, that would just kind of remove shame. You know, sometimes we're just afraid to talk about things, and I thought, you know what? I'm just going to put things out there because I want other people to feel free to share their own struggles. And sometimes with Christians, we don't share stuff unless it's already been fixed, right? We, we have this idea of like, okay, you know, I'm going to do something, but I don't want to fail at it, so I'm just going to kind of keep it to myself until I succeed, and then I'll stand in front of the church and I'll give my testimony, and I'll talk about how you know, I decided a few years ago to lose a bunch of weight, and I did, and, you know, praise be to God, I lost 50 pounds. Well, I mean, that's great. That's a great testimony. But I thought most people aren't in that situation. Most people are in process. Most people are struggling, and they need support. So one of the things I would do on the show is I would just give my weight. i just tell people my weight. And uh, I'm, I'm six foot two. And at my highest, I weighed 277 pounds. Now, with audio and radio right now, people are picturing me in various ways. And, and that's kind of funny to me because you know how that is with radio. If you've ever had someone that you listen to on a regular basis, you pictured them a certain way, and then you see them in person, and you're like, you are not what I pictured. Uh, so at my highest, I was 277. And, oh, I don't know, I've, I've struggled with weight and contended uh, to keep my weight down and to lose weight for many years, and to be on a journey of eating more healthy. And so, you know, most recently, my weight was up to 272, and uh, I've been able to lose like 20 pounds in the last few months. So now I'm at 252. So I'm six foot two, 252. But when most people see me, they don't really notice that. Like in, in my church, I don't have a lot of people coming to me and saying, wow, you sure look different, because I, I just kind of expand all over. I'm just this big guy. And I just kind of get bigger, and I just kind of get smaller and bigger and smaller. I kind of joke with the church, I just kind of vacillate with the seasons. You know, that's just, just what happens. But it, one of the funny things for me, though, is I would talk about weight uh, on the show, right? I would just give my weight and talk about the struggles. And when people would meet me in person, I'd be at some sort of radio booth. They would say some of the funniest things to me. They'd come to me and go, oh, you, and they, literally people would say this. You don't look as fat and as old as I thought you would look. And I never knew how to respond to that. I'd be like, oh, well, well, thank you. I, I didn't know what to do with it. But, you know, you, you see, this is the risk of sharing anything, right? Because with radio, it's all about words. And, I, you know, if you have any sort of pride, you want to have people, you know, see you a certain way. But I don't want to worry about that. You know, God knows who I am. And he sees me and... You know, you should accept me for who I am, and you're acceptable, and I'm acceptable, so let's just be honest. So this is where I am on the journey right now. I'm in this journey of struggle. I'm struggling. I'm struggling with trying to keep my weight down, but not just trying to keep my weight down, trying to eat in a more healthy way. And, and one of the things I want to encourage is we have a lot of unhealthy ways that we talk about weight and health in the church. There's many ways that we shame people. One of the ways, unfortunately, that we shame people is through testimonies. Uh, we have people who, you know, praise God, they did some amazing thing. Uh, they lost a bunch of weight. They got healthier. But what they do with their testimony is then they turn it into a law. And they say, you know, I was able to do this, so you can do that. Or because my life works in this direction, your life should work in that direction. 
Sadly, I've seen pastors do this. I've seen pastors who didn't think much about weight, who most of their life ate pretty much whatever they wanted to eat and lived pretty much without much responsibility with eating and weight loss. And then as you get older, metabolism slows down. They gain like 20 pounds, 30 pounds. And they're like, hey, I better pay attention to what I'm eating. Might should work out a little bit. So they do very little. They, they pay attention to what they're eating. They change some habits. They work out. They lose that weight. But because they're kind of myopic in their views and they kind of think everyone's like them, they say, hey, well, it was easy for me, so it's easy for you. And you just do what I did. And if everybody did what I did, you'd be like me. And so then they stand in front of the church and they preach these condemning messages about, you just need to be disciplined like I'm disciplined. Unfortunately, they have no idea about the struggles that exist in their congregations. They have no idea that the people in their congregations have very different metabolisms than them, that some of them actually have been paying great close attention to what they eat. They work out all the time. They're doing very complex, difficult things. They're even under doctor's care, and they're still struggling with their health and with their weight. And while they're struggling with their health and their weight, now they have their pastor up there judging them that if you just did things like me, you'd be healthier. That's not how we need to treat people. That's not how we need to encourage people. And we need to put this information out there. And I just want to want to do this. Even like you look at any studies, almost every study shows, here's just one difference. Almost every study with any diet program shows that men usually lose weight easier than women. So right there alone, it's not equal. In general, men tend to lose weight easier than women on any diet that's successful. Another area is medicine is a huge issue. If you're on certain medicines, the side effect is so often the fact of weight gain or the difficulty to lose weight. So if you have any other health complications and you're trying to lose weight, it's a greater challenge for anyone who has any kind of ailment, any kinds of medicines that they're on, that makes it much more difficult. Here's another big issue, pregnancy. For women who've had children, pregnancy, those sorts of things, it's a lot harder to lose weight. Things are not equal. And it is incredibly damaging. It's incredibly rude. It's rude to take your experience and say, well, just do what I do. I'm a disciplined person. I keep myself fit. You can keep yourself fit. In fact, I would say that's wicked. You might not be trying to be wicked, but what you're doing is condemning someone and you have no right to do that. Because the reality is there is a great difference in people's metabolisms. There's a great difference in the medicines people use. There's a great difference in genetics. There's a great difference in genes. And there's a great difference between having one, two, three, and four children versus having no children. And putting on maternity weight versus paternity weight is very different. We have to have that kind of sensitivity. And we must do everything in our power not to associate weight loss with somehow spiritual discipline. Because some of the most skinny people I've met were not any more spiritually disciplined than people who struggled with weight. We're going to talk more about this and how to live healthy lives when we return. All right. Today's show is about weight and weight loss and trying not to shame people. Uh, if you're enjoying what we're talking about today and you like programs like this on the radio, you like the spirit of this program, could you please donate to keep it on the air? Go to fairlyspiritual.org. That's fairlyspiritual.org. And donate today. $25 makes a huge load of difference. Load, I don't know if that's a good term to use. $100 makes a great difference as well. Any gift matters. Also, you can pick up my book, The Community of God, A Theology of the Church from a Reluctant Pastor. 
And uh, you can find past podcasts. Subscribe to us on iTunes and SoundCloud and basically wherever podcasts are stored. Thanks for listening. Okay. So this is a topic that's important to me. I want to be very sensitive in this that, you know, sometimes I don't even want to address it because people can feel so hurt. It's like, oh, great. You know, you go to church and the pastor's talking about weight or now I'm listening on the radio and they're talking about weight. And, and by the way, on the radio, sometimes when they're talking about weight, immediately they're selling you some pill or vitamin or program and people are manipulating you. They just want your money. And, and I think that's pretty terrible as well. But I do know this, that for many people, this is a really big struggle. And one of the main reasons weight is a big struggle is not because suddenly we have more people who are not disciplined. It's because we have a culture that is feeding us food that's killing us. We have a culture that's feeding us food that's killing us. You know, one of the things you've found uh, since the 70s and on, we have a whole weight loss industry, exercise industry, and the mantra has been this. You know, if you want to lose weight, you just need to exercise more, and you just need to eat less, and you just need to, you know, make better choices in life. And so we've had more education than ever, more weight loss programs than ever, more exercise programs than ever, while those programs have been increasing, people have been increasing in weight. So that stuff isn't working. We have more information than ever, yet we're increasing in weight. In fact, we have more shaming than ever that's saying, the problem is you're just not eating right. You just need to eat less. You need to be less of a glutton. And you're not you know, exercising enough. You just need to exercise more. And it's on you. It's your fault. It's your fault. Well, one of the reasons the narrative is about being your fault is because we don't want to deal with one of the main faults. People are gaining weight in America and around the world because of what we're putting in our food. We're putting sugars into our foods and bad carbohydrates into our foods that our bodies can't process. Because we're eating this garbage food that's being fed to us at every level, in our fast foods, in our regular foods, in our grocery aisles, in our schools, the basic food is being fortified with garbage with sugars and bad carbohydrates, as a general populace, as a general culture, even if we don't overeat, even if we exercise, we're getting fatter. That's not a problem with people being less disciplined. It's a problem with a culture that is selling you stuff that kills you. And so we have to become aware of that. And it's not that we're suddenly bad people who are doing bad stuff and aren't disciplined enough. It's we live in a culture that's trying to kill us. Because we live in a culture that's trying to kill us, that's fortifying our food with stuff that's trying to kill us, then we do have to go out of our way to be extra educated. But we have to pull back from this idea that the problem is, well, you just need to exercise a little more. You know, you can exercise for two hours, but most of the food that we eat, if you eat that food just at a regular basis that's fed to us, you're still going to struggle massively with the issue of weight. And not just weight, you're going to struggle with the issues of inflammation, with the fact that it's going to hurt your body. And the basic idea that's happened in the last few years with, with you know, science and looking at food and looking at the problem of weight and health is that we're just taking in way too many sugars. And that's the whole issue with all these diets about carbs and don't have too many carbs. All the different diets that you see out there, the basic premise of it is you have this idea that you get too much sugar in your bloodstream and you can't process that sugar. And when you can't process that sugar, it causes inflammation in your body and it also becomes processed into fat. So the inflammation can express itself in all kinds of ways, a heavy head, you, know, you just feel tired, lethargic, 
you feel achy, you have acid indigestion, and also it reflects itself in weight loss, um, excuse me, in weight gain as well. We're struggling with that. We're a culture where we're tired and lethargic and we're growing in our weight and we're eating all these products that are harming us. So we do need to encourage each other on how to get healthy, but we need to do it in a way that doesn't shame people because the reality is some of us have metabolisms where we're never going to be skinny. Some of us have genetics where we're never going to be skinny, but we do still need to struggle. For me in my own life, weight has always been a struggle. Even uh, going to a doctor with, with dietary care, and please don't send me anything saying, oh, Doug, but you need to try this and this will solve everything. Please don't do that. I won't read it, okay? Just don't do it. I've researched things. I've had doctors show me things. There's things I can do that help me with weight loss, but it is a struggle for me. And I've even had doctors say, well, you know, if you just eat this many calories and you do this low-carb diet and you don't do this many sugars, you'll lose weight easily. And I keep my little diet plan and I do my exercise and I do not lose weight at the level they think I should. There's just a resistance in my body. My body's afraid it's going to starve for some reason. Other people do that same diet and they lose weight so quickly. Now here's the struggle. I could just give up and say life is unfair. Or I can just be like this and say, you know what? Life is always going to be a struggle for me. But it's worth struggling. You know, if you just join me, uh, the goal of today's show was not to shame people. But the goal of today's show is also this that I know there are some people where you're really caught in health situations where you don't like where you're at, where you do want to lose some weight, or you just don't want to feel the way you feel, and you feel trapped, but you feel condemned, and you're just stuck. I want to advocate this for you. I, just, I want to just talk to you right now. I know this is very hard because I don't live where you live, and I, I don't, I'm not going through what you're going through, and I would not judge you in, in what you're doing, but I do want to call you to this. I want to ask you to pray and ask the Lord, has God called you to struggle? Or have you given up on the struggle? Because I, I, don't, I don't know if you're going to get to the goals you want to get to, the weight loss goals, the health goals you want to get to. But I think maybe you've still been called to struggle. That maybe you're still called to struggle. That maybe it's time to start struggling again. And maybe your life will be full of struggle but you can trust that that struggle will lead to growing in the character of Christ. That others won't understand, that others might judge you, and others should say you should be this kind of person and this kind of weight. They don't understand. They don't get it. But that struggle won't hurt you. For me, the best we can do is we can continue to struggle. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to continue to struggle. I told you my weight at the beginning of this show. I don't know if I'm going to get skinny or whatever. I'm just, I'm going to struggle. I'm going to contend my whole life. I know when I struggle. I know when I contend for eating healthy. I know when I contend for exercising that I feel better. I don't feel better that I don't necessarily lose weight that quickly. I don't feel better that it's incredibly hard. But I do know I just feel better. That I'm just going to have to struggle. So one, I'd encourage you to struggle. Two, I'd encourage you to get educated. You know, sometimes we just, you know, we do a program. I don't know, it just tells me to eat this or they give me these foods and I eat these foods or Educate yourself. You're going to live a long time in this body. Educate yourself. Figure out the science. You know, most of these diets kind of revolve around the same science. Figure out why you're doing what you're doing, why you're counting carbs, or why you're looking at sugars, or why you're looking at fat, or what. Figure it out. We live in the information age. Find the information. And every bit of information you get is a good thing. If you can learn just a little bit more every year of your life, that'll be good for you. 
There's no fear in information. So educate yourself, struggle, and find some safe people who will be with you on the journey. And if your church is in a safe place, if you're afraid to talk about your weight because you're going to get a bunch of condemning stuff, then you've got a problem because you should have a place where people are safe. You should be able to express that you're struggling with weight or health or anything without a bunch of condemnation or spiritual platitudes or a bunch of people telling you what to do. It's one thing if you say, hey, I'd like some advice, and people give you advice. It's another if you say, could you pray for me, and everybody gives you a bunch of advice. As a church, we need to pull back on the advice and be much more willing to open up environments that are safe for people to express their concerns, their struggles. For someone to be able to say, you know, you know I've lost five pounds, and I don't know if I'm going to lose any more, but I'd like to celebrate that. It needs to be a safe environment where someone can say, you know what, I'm, I'm starting to exercise again, and I maybe might do a half marathon, but I don't know. And, but could you guys pray for me? And not an environment where someone immediately pulls you aside and says, well, I got these vitamins for you, and I got this weight loss plan for you, and I got this thing for you, and then says, you know, I lost 20 pounds, and you can lose 20 pounds, and I did this, and you can do this, and or some you know, misguided pastor saying, a sign that you are spiritually disciplined is you're disciplined with your body. That kind of garbage. Because that's garbage. I've met people who are physically disciplined with their bodies who are spiritually undisciplined. There is no correlation. I want to encourage you, if you're struggling, God doesn't shame you and I don't shame you. But I do want to encourage you not to give up. Because we want you around. I think right now there's probably a man listening right now where you've put on some weight. And you know, like God's been talking to you about it. Like you need a way where you, you don't want to just keep gaining. Like you're, you're still gaining and that makes you fearful. Like you keep gaining and you, you know there's, there's unhealth in your family and your, the history of your family. And, and you're concerned. You're concerned about heart attacks and strokes and things like that. And I don't want you to be afraid the rest of your life. So I would encourage you, start struggling. So educate yourself. Just start educating yourself. Not just the first diet that comes along, what somebody else says. Educate yourself on scientific, you know, what's the main trend? What are the main things that people need to do to start living healthy? Educate yourself on that. Take some steps to struggle in the direction of health. And find some safe people that are willing to go along this journey with you. You know, uh, the point to find zoo in Tacoma, Washington... Before it was a nice zoo, it was just one of those zoos. You know, like all zoos were, they weren't that nice when we were younger. And I remember when I was a kid, they had this seal tank. And you just look down at the seals, and they were all just in this tank. And as a kid, you'd look at them, and some of the seals would clap their hands and do tricks. And I realized that those seals had maybe been rescued from circuses. And those seals, some kids would throw popcorn to them. I know this is awful, you know, you think about this. I, I can't believe they let people do that. But kids throw popcorn to those seals, and those seals would clap their hands for popcorn. And you realize that those circus seals were used to eating popcorn and junk and all this garbage, and they did little tricks so they could get the garbage. And when I think about that, I think about my life. You know, there's some people out there who can eat garbage. They can eat the popcorn, they can eat the ice cream, they can splurge on things, and they do fine. They've been raised on circus seal food, and they can do it. I can't do that. 
at least not in great quantities. For my life, I'm going to have to go back to boring seal food. I'm just, I just am. And I can be upset about that and say, well, that's not fair. You know, one of those people, they get to do that and they get to do this. Well, we live in a culture that's feeding us crazy stuff, stuff that we should never have eaten in the first place. And we've been raised in those crazy environments. But it doesn't mean we have to keep doing crazy stuff. We don't have to keep eating food that's trying to kill us. Because the people who are selling us food aren't selling food to help us live longer. They're selling us food so we'll buy their food and buy more of it. They're fortifying it for the purpose of us buying it. They're not looking for our best interest. With that in mind, let's give up the circus seal food, the circus seal life, and let's start living a little bit more of a healthy life without shame. Let's start struggling. Let's get educated and let's surround ourselves with safe people. All right. Amen. Hey, thanks for listening to today's show. Uh, if you'd like to text me, 360-818-4513. That's 360-818-4513. We need your support to stay on the air. Go to fairlyspiritual.org to donate. That's fairlyspiritual.org to donate today. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or SoundCloud. I appreciate you listening. Make room for the Lord. I will see you next time. Proceeding broadcast was sponsored by Fairly Spiritual. When you write or call this program, be sure to mention you heard it on KCIS.